Welcome to the Magnum Report. I am your host, Mark Magnum, and today my topic is going to be which era was better, the Attitude Era back in the late 90s and early 2000s, or the Golden Era, which was in the 80s. Now, I'm not even going to waste my time asking you guys to subscribe right now or anything like that. We're just going to get right into it. And like I do with all my podcasts, I do my, my research. And when I was looking into the golden era, and that was the era that I grew up in, I was, I'm an 80s baby, so I was born in the 80s. And this was the, the, the era that I grew up with. This was when I was a child. This is what I grew up watching. So when I did my research, just looking back on the history of the golden era, I see names like Hulk Hogan. I see names like Macho Man. I see names like Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Ultimate Warrior, Rick Rude, Bret Hart, Mr. Perfect, Roddy Roddy Piper. I mean, you got Ted DiBiase. There was also, as ta for tag teams, you had the British Bulldogs, you had Demolition, the Hart Foundation, the Rockers, just to name a few. I mean, even in the late 80s, we had the Brain Busters, Telly Blanchard and Arn Anderson come in. So there was a vast, and that's just a few of the tag teams, but there was a vast just greatness going on in, in the golden era and like i said that's what i grew up on that's what made me become a, a wrestler and do it for 12 years so there was a lot that as a child growing up just i mean i that it was the 80s so it was more pastel colors and it was brighter and more vibrant than it is today but watching that as a child i mean if <laughs> There's no reason wrestling was so popular back then, and even in the Attitude Era. But for what I'm talking about now with the 80s and the Golden Era, the, I mean, just all of it, the paint, the you know, all of it, the colors, the the, the music, it was all just so immersing, and, and it would make you want to watch it each week and see what was going to happen. And, I mean, I look back, and I think of, like, Bobby the Brain Heenan and, Mr. Fuji and Classy Freddie Blassie and Lou Albano and Jimmy Hart. And the 80s was or were a time where they focused a whole lot more on the managers and the matches and the actual presentation of the show. And I feel like now, you know, it's changed a lot, obviously, in the last 40 years since the golden era. But it's went from what it was back in the day to what it is now. And I, I'm not going to get into where that's a good thing or a bad thing. Cause that's for a different podcast. But when I watched the golden era and the matches and I granted you watched WCW or NWA at back then Crockett promotions back in those days, I think the matches in Crockett were better work wise. The, just the actual bumping and the presentation WWE was a whole lot more about, the 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 entrance and everything else the matches were still important obviously because they still had great matches back in those days as well but if i was weighing out wcw or crockett back in those days over wwe's matches yeah wwe was not having nowhere near the level of matches that crockett was having back in those days when you have flair tearing it up and all the things that were going on back in those back in that era but what i'm talking about with the Attitude Era and the Golden Era, different situation, obviously, because this is a totally different topic. But as I go into looking into the Attitude Era, though, because there's a lot of things in the Attitude Era that was great. And the, the, just when I look back on that, because I was, I was a teenager during that era. And I mean, how could you not love Stone Cold or The Rock? I mean, there was Kurt Angle, Edge, Christian, Undertaker. DX, I mean, the Hardy Boys, uh, 
the Dudley boys, there was a lot going on in the Attitude Era. I mean, wrestling was more like Maury Povich back in those days, though. I mean, there was a lot more dis moments. It was more about moments in the Attitude Era because when I look back on the Attitude Era over the Golden Era, I remember a lot more of the matches from the Attitude, I mean, excuse me, from the Golden Era than I do from the Attitude Era. Because from the Attitude Era, like I said, it was more about moments. The Golden Era, the matches stand out. And that's saying something, considering a lot of these matches I'm thinking of are from 85, 84, 86, 87, 89. And the Attitude Era was 25 years ago, 26, 27 years ago, whatever it's been. And not to say there wasn't memorable matches. There's plenty of memorable Stone Cold Rock matches. I, I, I understand that. But when I look back on just classic great matches, granted the work rate was different from the golden era to the attitude era and the product changed, you know, drastically just from the language barrier. They turned up in the attitude era. They went to 10 on the language. They were kind of more trying to copy what ECW was doing because they were getting attention. And so with WWE getting beat by WCW in the ratings, they had to do something. And with Russo there and, some of the people involved, it turned into that Maury Povich, Jerry Springer, daytime television type of product, which was fine because it worked and it got ratings. And I mean, you had 8 million people a week watching either one of these shows, whether it was WCW or WWE during the Monday Night War. So it worked. But as I look back on both eras, there's things I can pull from the Attitude Era and think, this was magic. This was brilliant. Austin and McMahon. Austin versus Rock. Triple H. I mean, there, even though I wasn't the biggest Triple H fan, there was a lot of stuff he did that was good. DX. I mean, there was a lot of things in that era, in that genre, that worked. And then when I flip that and look at the golden era, and I think of Hogan versus Macho at WrestleMania five, or I think of Warrior versus Macho at WrestleMania seven. And, and, or macho, I mean, I know I'm a macho man fan, so there's going to be a lot of stuff I say this macho man heavy, but macho versus steamboat at WrestleMania three Hogan versus warrior at WrestleMania six. These are some of the matches that I didn't even research. I just can remember off the top of my head, just from that time frame, from being that long ago, these matches still stand out to me. And when I look at the attitude era. It's more of the moments, Austin coming out in the Zamboni, Austin coming out in the, in the beer truck and just all the stuff that went on with Austin and McMahon. Granted, there were great matches that, you know, there was a lot of great matches. I'm not trying to discount anything that happened during the Attitude Era because there was a lot of great stuff, but it had changed a lot more chair shots to the head to where that led to problems years later for a lot of wrestlers and it, the the business model had changed as well. The world had changed a little bit, just like it has now. The wrestling model has changed again, and it's more high spot heavy. And back in the golden era, it was more about a more slow, methodical match where, yeah, you're going to get some high spots during this match, but it's not going to be high spot, high spot, high spot, high spot, high spot. It's going to be, let's work a hold. Let's tell a story. Let's do some things. Slow it back down. Speed it back up. Give a little heat and then take it home or whatever. In the Attitude Era, matches weren't as long, unless it was on a pay-per-view. 
and it was more about the promos and all that and it's morphed into what it is now where WWE's more you know worried about the promo more worried about the angle in the ring more worried about the talking segments where they'll give a talking segment 20 minutes and you know a match will get five so there's the difference there because back in the golden era you might have a two-minute promo from Hulk Hogan backstage and that was it or you might have a couple minute promo there was the there wasn't it wasn't like it is now or even back in the attitude era where the promo segment was the most important part yes it's always been important because that does continue and further the story but back in the golden era the matches were what got over i mean you had piper's pit and certain promo segments and those still weren't that long piper's pit was at best sometimes 3 minutes long and now you have a miz tv segment you know, that goes 10, 15 minutes sometimes. Or you have a Grayson Waller bore fest that goes the same amount of time, 10 minutes or so. And I, I'm looking back, even like stuff like Brother Love did not go that long. You know, the funeral parlor did not go that long. There's so many different things that they still do today. They still do these talks, you know, these talk show segments. Like, that. The, the you know, the original model, Piper's Pit. And then as the, we went through the years, we've had, you know, the cutting edge and the highlight reel and all these different versions of basically the same thing, which is basically the Piper's Pit. And as the years have went on, so has the time on all this, all these segments. So, you know, it's not the end of the world. I, I, I'm obviously old enough and, and smart enough to know that things change. But this conversation is about the Attitude Era versus the Golden Era. So if I weigh out the Golden Era, the Golden Era, like I said, was more about memorable matches and the matches that I can just rifle off right now that, I mean, Rick Rude versus, you know, the Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania Five. I mean, just matches like that, that just as a child, it stuck with me. And then as an adult, I still watch those matches back. And in the Attitude Era, like I said, it was more of the moments and just the craziness and the off-the-wall language. And it, it had its place and it got its ratings and it, it, it ended up to where WCW ended up losing to WWE in the end for the Monday Night Wars. Which was good for WWE, obviously not so much for the guys from WCW. But it, 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 what they did worked. But if I'm weighing out for me, which one... I feel like was the better of the two. I have to say, and I know this for me, I, and a lot of y'all might think this is nostalgia talking, but I have to say the golden era was better. It wasn't a spot. It wasn't spy high spot heavy. Excuse me. It wasn't the chair shots and the tables and the blood. And it, granted they bled back in the day a little bit too, when it was necessary, but it wasn't like it was in the attitude era. And the language was, yeah, I mean, they totally went from the new generation where they were all happy and everybody had a gimmick that was, you know, occupation-based, whether it was Duke the Dumpster Drossy or whatever the case may be, the goon, stupid stuff like that back in the early 90s and mid-90s. And then all of a sudden, once WCW started kicking them in their behind, then they switched their business model and went to what, you know, was arguably one of the most popular eras in WWE's history. I mean, you go back on the ratings probably is, but as a child growing up, just watching, you know, macho and, 
you know, Steamboat and JYD and just some of the guys, Jake the Snake Roberts and Rick Martell, just Razor Ramon, even though that was a little bit after the, you know, the, the golden era, but still there was just, there was a different level of craft, I think, to the product in the golden era than there was in the attitude era. It just turned into that race car. Who's going to go past the finish line first. And in the meantime, who's crashing into the wall at 200 miles an hour. And like I said, it had its place. It was great and all, but for me, like I said, golden era, I don't want to say by far because I'm not trying to slight the attitude era at all. Loved everything about the attitude era. But as a child growing up, if I could go back and change wrestling to be more like it was back in the day in the golden era, that's exactly what the hell I do because the wrestling we get now is not the same. They don't care. There's not, the, I mean, the wrestlers still care, but I think these companies are more worried about high spots and the promos and the talking segments. And they give you the least amount of what all these companies are called because WWE has wrestling in their, in the name of their company. And AEW has wrestling in the name of their company. Granted, AEW does do a whole lot more wrestling than WWE. The booking, that's for a different conversation. But they do give you more matches. And with WWE, I can almost guarantee you the show always starts with a promo segment that leads into a short match, that leads into a backstage segment, that leads into another promo segment. And I'm getting onto a rant that's not about the topic I'm talking about. So I'm just going to get off here. But before I do, please make sure you like, subscribe, share, and also hit that notification icon so you don't miss out on new content. And also, please subscribe to my other podcast that I do with my boy, the Cisco Kid, the Mark and the Fan Wrestling Podcast, where we talk about all things wrestling from back in the day, like the Attitude Era or the Golden Era or present day, like the current AEW or WWE products or anything else that goes on in professional wrestling, please subscribe to that channel as well. But before I get off, thank you for your support. Please subscribe because I'm trying to get to at least a thousand subscribers before the end of this year. So I'd appreciate y'all helping this brother out. I'm out of here. I'm your boy, Mark Magnum. Peace and love. See you next week.